July is Disability Pride Month, and there's more going on in the music industry to address issues of neurodiversity and physical differences than ever before. Welcome to the future of what? I'm Portia Sabin, president of the Music Business Association. On today's episode, we're gonna talk to Lachi, a singer-songwriter and disability advocate, about what the industry can do to increase inclusivity and visibility for all people in the music industry. It's all coming up on The Future of What. My guest today is Lachi. She is a singer and disability advocate. Lachi, welcome to the future of what? Hey, 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 hey. Glad to be here. Yeah, I'm so happy to talk to you. Yes. So, yes, we're doing this for July, Disability Pride Month. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, like all Pride Months, every month should be (laughs) that thing. Right. We should always have uh, this conversation, not just one month a year. But I do want to talk to you about how you got started being an advocate. I mean, I'm getting the impression it might just be your personality. You know, it's really funny that you say that because I was definitely not born with the loud and proud advocacy gene. Mm. I was definitely a very shy, quiet kid growing up. But then, you know, figuring out how to advocate for yourself in the music industry is already a feat, right? Yes. (laughs) So it was really just my time. So right when COVID hit, uh, my longtime manager, Gary Salzman, he had gone touring with me. He had hooked me up with some pretty major names, some radio play. I mean, he was really running my whole career. Um, and then he passed away to COVID. Oh, my god! Right at the beginning. Yeah, it was it was rough because I had this epiphany. Well, I really just had this kind of breaking moment of like, what are you going to do now? Yes. Um, it's time for you to be your own boss. It's time for you to do what you got to do. And I looked inside myself and I thought, what is my story? And really what my story is, is this sort of journey from sort of being an immigrant, you know, black, blind woman, afraid to find a place, afraid to speak and stand up, and then to turn around and say, well, why is that? And give that back to the universe and say, hey, I don't think a immigrant person, a woman, a blind person, a black person should have to deal with placism. I feel that you can sort of stand up and be in your own spot. So I decided I would go ahead and tell that story, that story of finding a place and a purpose for myself. And that led me here. I love it. So tell us about you. You started an organization called Ramped yes. or Recording Artists and Music Professionals with Disabilities. So yes. tell us about that. So, you know, one of the biggest issues I found in my own career was finding people like me. And kind of like I said, when I was really young, I didn't really have role models to point to and go like, hey, I want to be that. You know, there were black female artists, um, there were artists with disabilities, but there wasn't really something that intersected. So with Ramped, after being consistently the first person, everyone at the Recording Academy or different sort of organizations and firms continued to say, you are the first disabled musician I've ever met. And Mm. I wanted to make sure that 
for the sake of bringing in a new generation of role models, for the sake of disability advocacy and awareness, we really need to have an organization that amplifies disability culture, advocates for inclusion and accessibility in the music industry equitably. And that's where Ramped comes from. Ramped is a coalition of top and established creators with disabilities or, you know, folks in creative industries that have either disability, neurodiversity, deafness, um, rare disease, and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And we basically come together to, to do that, to advocate for disability culture, inclusion, and visibility. And we do that not only through developing creative artists with disabilities, um, and not only through trying to help creative professionals, like music professionals, find place Uh, on the administrative and executive side of things, but also to partner up with larger organizations and firms to uh, put out disability awareness programming. I mean, really, visibility is key. One of the major things Ramped was able to do was to hook up and partner and collaborate with the Recording Academy to make the 64th Grammys uh, accessible with the first ever wow. visible ramp on a music ceremony um, with ASL, American Sign Language on the red carpet with on-demand captioning and audio description. So we really worked hard to do that. And now we're working with other ceremonies to do the same thing. We're speaking with venues at the National Independent Venue Association to talk about how they can be more accessible to fans and artists. I mean, we're doing a lot. We're running around. We're working with mayor's offices um, and we're a national organization. So we're doing this in different cities um, around America. Oh, that's so exciting. I'm so impressed. Mm -hmm. So what's, tell me if there's, you know, just one or two things that you really want to see change. What are those? You know, one of the things I really want to see change is really just the stigma surrounding disability. So Mm. people are afraid to say the word, people are afraid to approach someone, people assume a person with a disability may not be as productive, Uh, maybe they can't speak for themselves, so you speak to their handler instead of them, things like that. And I believe that that change comes, honestly, A, with awareness. So there just needs to be more awareness, more visibility, and more of a celebration of what disability can bring. And mm-hmm. yeah, I personally believe that that can happen through music. So kind of similar to how hip hop elevated black culture or how country music elevated rural culture. Um, we at Ramped are really trying to elevate disability culture through music, through our stories and the intersection therein. So people with disabilities are anything from black to white to Asian to Hispanic to queer to Native American to Jewish and having different faiths and beliefs and gender you know, expression. So we want to tell those stories that are just untapped and untold so that we can celebrate that disability culture, get more visibility there and start to erase those stigmas, start to create those role models so that people can see a, a person with like a wheelchair strolling down the street and not run away scared, but think, hey, I've seen that already. Like, I understand that. I can relate to that. Mm. Yeah, visibility is key. And I think we're, we're experiencing that across the board mm-hmm. these days. You know, it's, it's important that we see folks of all different types. And yeah. especially, I mean, with the political climate of today, you know, the Supreme Court decisions that have been handed down recently, you aye, know. Aye. 
visibility is more important now than ever. Yeah, I mean, now really is the time because diversity is becoming such a topic of, well, honestly, controversy, (laughs) really. Mm -hmm. And from, you know, protecting womanhood to protecting choices to being able to proudly proclaim your race and your gender identity and your religion. Um, It's constantly being straddled in this country. And so now's the time, now that the door is kind of revolving open, I'm here to say, hey, don't forget that disability is also a diversity. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, 26% of Americans have some form of disability and a majority of them are non-visible. Mm, you know, so, absolutely. so yeah. it's definitely something to consider. And I believe that everyone should be proud of who they are. And I, I firmly believe that the thing about yourself that you feel is the most that you feel you should hide the most, that society tells you you should keep to yourself the most, once you find empowerment in that, you are freaking unstoppable. Like, I know it sounds like the back of a Kellogg's box, but it's the <laughs> truth. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I I don't think we could wrap this any more powerfully. So, um, Lachi, thank you so much for being with me today on the future of what and thank you for everything that you're doing it's really important and great work thank you so much for having me and um stay classy (laughs) (laughs) yes everybody out there stay classy and that's our show our theme song is mind your own business by the delta five and is played by permission subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review Today's show was engineered by Hayden Nash at the Nashville Entrepreneur Center and was produced by Dana Rogers and Henrik Bick. I'm Portia Sabin, president of the Music Business Association. See you next time. Can I have a taste of your ice cream?